Well, good night, everybody. It sure has been great bringing you 100 episodes. We want to thank our guests, the pro-war people and the anti-war people. What the hell are they doing now? I, I don't know. For the war, against the war, who cares? 100 episodes. I hate this town. How's it going, eh? It's going pretty good. All right. <laughs> Welcome to It's Just Called Two Brothers. Episode... 100. Bum, bum, bum. And uh, let's say up front that the reason we didn't have the regular theme up front is that is going to be one of the music shares that we talk about on the podcast uh, in a little while, man. Aha, uh-huh, the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I should have recorded outside with the crickets and the frogs. <laughs> um, it can be a bit it's much. A crickets and frogs. <laughs> hey, ooh, you may notice that I'm James. And I'm Marcus. And I'm Megan. Very special guest on the hundredth show, <laughs> and uh, let's clarify. Megan is um, she? I don't know. She just walked in here, and she walked in here because you know she lives here. <laughs> <laughs> Megan and James, uh-huh. the married couple, right? Yeah. And Marcus's sister-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. Well done. All right then. Welcome. Let's uh, get going on the show. Yeah, it's time for the rural report. Yeah. We're finally catching up on eggs. Catching the up meaning... weather turned cold and the chickens finally slowed down. We were up to, I think, 15 or 16 eggs a day uh, for mm-hmm. a couple of times. Wow. Like, during the summer, they were just blasting them out. Do you give them away ever? The older or? hens are molting right now, so there's feathers everywhere, which is another reason they've stopped laying as much. Those two things don't usually happen at the same time. Uh, so I guess that's a good thing. You don't want eggs piling up forever. That's true. The refrigerator was filling up with eggs. I think we're less than 50 now, so um, <laughs> the, the chickens are down to about five or six a day. I mean, I have less than 50, but <laughs> yeah, we did have less at than one 50. point apparently have 50. Uh, I would 50 say plus. Because yes, we got, yeah, we got three, not three dozen, yeah. three cartons of a dozen each. Were you making all the French cuisine in your kitchen could produce? <laughs> Everything, everything's got just not aware of how to do it <laughs> a lot of it's basting you <laughs> get some roll up some uh, some pastry dough and uh, just slather it with egg yolk <laughs> that sounds pretty good well that's been the rule report I gotta go eat <laughs> I have been baking with them right on. a little more than usual I'm not known for baking a lot Mm. They're delicious. And I need to try freezing some, but we need to set up our freezer so that I can have room to put them. Uh, I see. Yeah, freeze up those eggs. Right. I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. But apparently, you can crack them into an ice tray. Interesting. Freeze the ice tray, but the eggs overflow the little ice cube things, so it doesn't work super well. I kind of would like to try that. Yeah. Perfect. The other part of the real report. Uh-huh. So besides the eggs, there's a fireplace. Yeah, we got a wood burning stove. Whoa! Installed, so we'll be able to save some money on our um, electric heating bill. Right, or if you run into another electrical issue like last year, mm-hmm. you'll be able to exactly. not die. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Snowpocalypse. Right. Yes, if we yes, if snowpocalypse snowpocalypse two happens, then yeah, yeah, it it uh, spurred us on to find a way. Thank <laughs> you, uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. There, life uh, finds a way. 
become a little more rugged. Speaking of two, there's, right. there's a weird, uh, I'm still not used to the elevator here. So um, mm-hmm. the electronic voice is, uh, it's, it's not the, the highest quality. So it's sort of video game like. So we'll get on the elevator and then, you know, push the button. It'll be like second floor. But every time I really, really want to say same as before, you know, Herman's Hermit <laughs> style. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. It, it's a compulsion I can't resist even if there are people in there. So, but, oh, so perfect. Yeah. Yep. I'm insane now. So that's been the rural report. And now on to our very special guests, Music Share. Woo! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so I have a Music Share. Singer-songwriter James Blunt is from England, British, I guess. And he's been well-known since 2004 when the song You're Beautiful came out. And apparently another one I don't know as well called Goodbye My Lover. And it's a song that I heard and I liked. I'm like, okay, that's kind of sweet. Um, but in his words, it's actually about him being a person who is high and creeping on some lady on a, I want to say it's a, was a bus or a subway. Anyway, some kind of public transit system. It says it's not really a nice song in his words, you know, but you listen to it and it seems like, okay, this is really sweet. So it's kind of humorous to hear his take on it. And it's interesting. Most of the songs he writes are about, you know, something that's related to his life, you know, an experience he had or, or something. So um, he takes his inspiration from life. Another song that of his that I don't really pay much attention to names or song names or try to tie things together. So for the longest time, I had no idea who sang You're Beautiful. And then some years later, the song Bonfire Heart came out, and it was one that I really liked a lot. I liked the style of it, I liked how it sounded, and it was something that I kind of identified with. And for the last year, it's been my wake-up song on my alarm. And at that time, I didn't know it was by James Blunt. I'd watched the YouTube video a few times. And then in the last couple of years, a song has come on called Time of Our Lives. And I didn't know the name of the song at the time. It was just something that was on the radio. And I'm like, okay, this is a nice song. I like it a lot. And a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I was exploring on YouTube, doing YouTube music and kind of checking out what that was about. And I think the song You're Beautiful came up. And I thought, oh, okay, that's the same person who sings Bonfire Heart. So I kept looking more into this artist and listening to their music and realized he also sings Time of Our Lives and also kind of exploring some of the live music and realized that I like a lot of his music. And so now I, you know, I've made these connections uh, with James Blunt's music and I shared it to James, you know, the song Time of Our Lives because it's, it's such a nice song and it sounds like this. Don't close your eyes, dear, don't you be nervous You put this whole damn place in a spell I see your friends here and some of them jealous Cause they know this love don't come off the shelf I saw your mother, she looked so beautiful Remember when she didn't think I would stay But all of those late night brokers held in us Led us to where we're standing today I'm feeling time moves slow I'm seeing faces glow None of them shine as bright 
doing that and and james suggested that maybe that would be my music share for the show mm -hmm. i thought well okay maybe i should do some more research into the artist you know who is james blunt that would make um, you unusual so you know pretty brief search <laughs> on wikipedia researching some <laughs> yes, stuff about between the three of us before the before the show <laughs> what did he say <laughs> that would make you unusual to actually research the <laughs> the background of the uh, artist or something before the show before the I show. like that. When I'm, Before in, the when show. I, whenever well, I'm we... intrigued by a event <laughs> yeah. or a person, I kind of glom onto it right. and research it until my yeah. my mind is full of enough information. Which is kind of what we do. It's just that we do it and then, but we don't refresh anything or do anything specific for the show. It's just whatever's in our head right. at the time. And then we go, wait, was it 1985 or was it 1984? And. Yeah, yeah, then we just pause the show while we look it up. It's like, oh, hey, what do you know about well, that? that's what I do, too. Wait, they're so, not from I Los mean, Angeles. I remember this stuff. They're from Atlanta. Yeah, I, I don't remember the facts, you know, yeah. so I have to look it up because I don't really trust my memory, but I have these vague uh, impressions of what I've read or seen before. That's, well, f first mistake as a podcaster, <laughs> not trusting your own memory. <laughs> He's got a background in military service, and his family is... Um, also, military. His father was a cavalry officer. He ended up in the army because they sponsored his university. So he's he's got degrees in in a different field other than music. Um, I think he's actually got a science degree of some kind. But anyway, the armed forces paid for his degree, so he had to fulfill that commitment to join the armed forces. So he spent four years as a reconnaissance officer and two years as in another two years posted to the Household Cavalry Mounted Regiment in London as the Queen's Guard. The Blues and Royals? Yeah, Blues and Royals. A couple of interesting stories that stood out to me um, was that he had brought his guitar with him when, while he was a reconna reconnaissance officer and driving a tank, and of course there's not a lot of room inside of a tank, so the guitar didn't fit, so it made it through his entire service strap. Not entire service, but you know, while he was doing that particular task strapped to the back of a tank oh when they were traveling, and it survived undamaged. And then when his service was done and he was home, he had a minor incident on a motorcycle and ruined it. <laughs> minor. So it took coming home for the, the guitar to get damaged. And then the other story that stood out was, it was a rumor that was floating around, it's not really true, that he was responsible for um, stopping World War III from happening. Which <laughs> <laughs> just be a pretty big claim. Another one? <laughs> um, but he was... Basically, the person, the officer in charge of about 30,000 strong, a NATO peacekeeping force on the border towards the Pristina International Airport, and a Russian military contingent had moved in, and they had control of the airport before they got there. And American NATO commander Wesley Clark ordered that they take control of that airport from the Russians by force, which would have meant a battle. And he didn't want that to happen, um, and 
when I was watching an interview, he said he did take some time kind of arguing back and forth, saying he didn't want to do that, he didn't want to fight. And then somebody else came down from up high. I don't see the the name. Oh, General Mike Jackson, British commander, refused the order, telling them they're not going to start World War Three for you. So basically they surrounded the airport, and when the Russians ran out of food and water, they agreed to give them food and water, they'd give the airport back. <laughs> so kind of an interesting person. He... He seems generally to be a pretty good person. Um, he comes across well in his interviews as a, a nice person and humble, a little bit self-deprecating, uh-huh. but really puts out pretty good music overall. I mean, not everything he's done is, has been a hit or something that I like a lot, but he's, a lot of his music is music that I do like to listen to, even if it's not my favorite. It's just nice to kind of sit and listen. And that's it for my music share. Wow. Excellent. It's going to be a tough act to follow. Take that. <laughs> and now you know why we're not having any more special guests. <laughs> because we're going to go right into my music share. Okay. What do you got? Well, I got something that actually Megan shared to me um, at the same time. It just kind of popped up on her. Uh, you don't have Spotify. What do you have? The YouTube version? YouTube music. Yeah. And so it recommended the song by Shamir called In For The Kill. That's unusual. I didn't really know. Is that his name or is that the group name? I have no idea. No idea. I think that's his name or his legally changed stage name. Mm-hmm. Like I say, uh, I got nothing on this uh, music share other than it's got a good groove. Cool. Mm-hmm. He's a <laughs> Vegas singer-songwriter and actor. And actor. Yeah, apparently. Well, it's a funny video. <laughs> um, he's uh, AJ in Dear White People and uh, did some voices for Tuka and Birdie, the um, Lisa Hannibal oh, okay. show that followed on from Bojack Horseman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all right. But a cool mix, you know, a, a neat combo of 
of styles and influences, and that's all. Yeah, the little saxophone intro that uh, sort of gets a little wild, and then he's got a really high tenor, mm-hmm. like his voice, like his voice is. So it's kind of I don't know how to describe it. It's a little um, like it's kind of dreamy in a way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it goes with the groove, I think, really well. It's kind of a, let's let's hesitate to use the word mellow, but in that setting, I think it it's kind of runs a counterpoint to your expectations. Yeah, all right. The music is a little wilder than his voice, qual- uh, vocal quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's mostly him. I think he he does it all. Cool. So, and then there's a, a, a sort of flying saucer like callback to Earth versus flying saucers, <laughs> almost in its uh, or Plan Nine from Outer Space in its. Right. Um, bad quality on purpose uh-huh. which makes the video quite humorous to me right but it does have a good groove i've listened to it a few times in the past week well i let's we could just go straight into music share after music share here my yeah, thing i have as i've said on the show before i've been a huge fan of matt mahaffey slash self styled mm-hmm. in, you know lowercase with a capital e or uppercase with a lowercase e yeah but uh, the band self is in the studio mostly matt and uh, in early years was, uh, you know, his brother Mike did um, some lead guitar stuff in addition. And then mm-hmm. live, the live show, they're like a, they were a six piece, I want to say, um, five or six piece. And they, basically Matt has done several albums that are official releases, but he's done many other batches of music that he just released on the on the internet for free to, to the fans and the public. Oh, yeah. So our theme song is part of that, you know, freebie offering that's that that you know the the side bits that he throws out to the to the ravenous hordes of fans <laughs> <laughs> and it is called Wednesday again and that is um it's an outtake from the Breakfast with Girls album and uh if you if you know our theme song and you're a regular listener you would um it sounds like this in toto
Yeah, so mm -hmm. probably a little jarring if you are a regular listener because it doesn't like those two bits from the beginning and end of our show come right at the beginning of the song. And there's, right. you know, <laughs> words and lyrics and, I mean, lyrics and melody and things. And they're also somewhat edited in length and so forth. Yeah, the, both of the those ending. things I cut uh, for time mainly mm -hmm. and for transition. So the beginning part is a little shorter and the end part is just a, it's a looping section that you could, you know, make last as long as you want. <laughs> and some yeah. might say we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, that's my thing. There he is. Yeah, cool. I'm very happy that we do it. Yeah. What was the They Might Be Giants thing that they kind of did with that where it wasn't um, regular album release stuff? It was just messing around, um, but nuts. I mean, they did Dial-A-Song, and that was, if you call them up, yeah, you get to hear everything for free, one by mm -hmm. one. <laughs> but right. I'm not sure if there was another thing like that where they just produced stuff that they threw at you for free. Just every once in a while? I don't know. Oh, was Dial-A-Song just some of their actual songs? They On their website, they used to do that. Like, they would give out a couple songs every now and then, mm -hmm. just that you could download. And then Nixon's yeah. head, they had, they had various uh, presidential heads floating around, kind of like Futurama. And Nixon, <laughs> once you, uh, once you like, gave your email address and stuff, they would give you a link, and Nixon's head would be there saying, Here are your MP3s, hippie. <laughs> Not literally with sound, but in a in a word balloon, yeah. comic style. Nice. That's the only I guess one I know. Apollo eighteen is what I was thinking of, where they had a bunch of little just ditties that didn't quite make it into full songs. Mm -hmm. Right. It's been a long time since I looked up the history. That I'm not sure if they did it specifically intentionally, or if they just had a bunch of ideas that didn't go anywhere. Or I'm sure they padded it with some stuff, like some was snippets they never did anything more elaborate with like make a whole song around it but some mm -hmm. of it is obviously just let's do this funny thing <laughs> yeah well if you'd like to send us your funny things well there's one more actually oh sorry because even though he's not on the show i have a i have also a significant other um harrison has a music share that he would like to introduce and uh that's the band sophie sophie tucker which um i didn't know and he just started started recently listening to they're, they're like a boy-girl vocal combo. Yeah, it's a duo. Her name is Sophie and his name is Tucker. So <laughs> Sophie Tucker, although right. it's not spelled the same way. Yeah. Either of them names. Nope. Not non-traditional. S-O-F-I-T-U-K-K-E-R. Right. They, they do a lot of very different sounding things as part of their oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> but this particular one is called The Dare.
psychedelic in a way mm-hmm. that that influence that that's uh, appealing to me almost reminded me of the b-52s sort of vibe i could see that sure sure not as silly right no but there is a there's a there's a kind of uh, playfulness about it yeah yeah i definitely yeah, that's what i was thinking of he was saying that he um he just keeps playing random things because it's a kind of you know it's not all that similar in makeup i guess you know there's some bands mm-hmm. that you go okay i get your thing <laughs> and, yeah you know i can listen to 12 songs of it or one song of it and you know whatever it's you know i know what i'm i'm listening to that's it's kind of a surprise when you're listening mm-hmm. to other of their songs b52s can be like that as well i would say some of it is silly and funny and some of it is just just a long dance tune mm-hmm. and and uh some of it is you know musically adventurous um so you just never know yeah it's not all um fred uh, schneider thank you it's not all fred schneider you know sort of overacting right on purpose as he does yeah speak singing yeah here's another verse that's coming your way <laughs> exactly <laughs> does that about does that about do it we got anything else to say? Well, I would say that I've been James. And I've been Marcus. And I've been Megan. <laughs> and a... And uh, thank you for being part of us. <laughs> a vocally uh, silent Harrison in the other room. So a double whammy for our big 100. Yeah. Which is to say, let's downplay it and it's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> is that all we got? Is that all we're going to do? Well, the music tells us that that is true. Oh, we got to... We, well, so if you just like to... If you, yeah, if you want to send us your music shares or talk about your uh, rural adventures that on <laughs> on your end, <laughs> or urban adventures, yeah, we don't discriminate. You can email us at bros at it's just called twobrothers.com. If you tweet for some reason, you can tweet at us at ijc2b. And Lord knows why would you? And I blog just about every day at marcusharwell.com. Mm-hmm. There it is. All right, the reversal. Roll reversal there. Yeah, pretty good. I like it. That's good. I was surprised that I remembered the uh, Twitter. <laughs> yes, the tweeter. Yeah, it's a good thing we're wrapping up the show because the cat is starting to climb over the equipment in search of um, a comfortable bed here. So <laughs> <laughs> if there's a, if there's rattling and wires snapping, then that's why. Mm. Speaking <laughs> of cats making comfortable things, what? <laughs> well. I was going to say Zorro made it all the way to the kitchen when I opened the door today. <laughs> yeah, he's being more adventurous when the door opens, he likes to come in.